Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hi, this is Andrew. Andrew Sabu, I mean. And I'd like you to join us for a time of humor and analysis and all kinds of other fun stuff. Are you ready? Well, let's go for another episode of the Wadfam Chalkpod. That's annoying. It tries to automatically play the next clip. I will work on that for the future, Chalk Squad. Oh, is that another name? The Chalk Squad? <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Is it improv? It just came out. Ah, it's good. It's not, but I like it. <laughs> I hate it and I love it. The Chalk Squad. Oh, no. It was an accident, but it was one of the happiest accidents I've seen. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. Um, we are now covering episode 488, Under the Influence Part 1. First episode off of the album Battle Lines. That is true. It's our first Battle Lines episode, Ooh, guys! <laughs> We've made it! It's the final, the final, like, actual Novacom album. Yeah, we're, uh, we're at, the, uh, at the beginning of the end. Yeah. This is, I believe, the rising action in uh, literary terms. Um... <laughs> Yeah, except that this doesn't. This is like barely Novacom. Yeah, well, this this episode is <laughs> this episode like, like nothing. Like maybe it would be the rising action, but uh, it's there, there's a reference yeah. to Novacom in this episode, and I don't there's, think there's any a reference in the next to one. a Novacom employee. Yeah, and but it's mostly his daughter. <laughs> it is mostly his daughter. All right, I am going to roll the promo. You are ready to have some fun, aren't you? Aubrey has a choice. I'm still thinking about it. Where's your sense of adventure? I can't skip school. What's wrong? I don't like lying to my parents. But the one thing she can't choose is the consequence. Oh no! We've got to hide somewhere. You guys aren't skipping school, are you? Aubrey's friend is taking her to a new place in her life. And when it's all over, Aubrey will never be the same again. Connie, you've got to help me. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Aubrey has a choice. <laughs> what? What oddly cheery music. The, the best is like, it's like but she doesn't get to choose the consequence and it's all like mysterious and it's just like doop 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 do. Aubrey's friend is taking her to a new place in life and when it's done, Aubrey will never be the same again. <laughs> Traumatic high school experiences. Oh my Woo! word! It's like let's 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 play things up just 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 a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just we're just gonna play. Just be a little dramatic. Yeah, I mean, these promos are weird. Yeah, they are. They're very confusing. Can you imagine hearing that as a kid, just being like, "What? What's yeah. happening?" Yeah, I. I mean, I get more from the promo than the teaser, but the That's teaser true. in this episode is also kind of bonkers. Well, yeah, and it's like. I don't think it's supposed to be good. I don't know. The teasers have never been like that. Like, a promo's an ad. You're trying yeah. to get people to yeah. listen. Once you're exactly. listening to the teaser, that's, you You know, they've already, already got your there. money. Yeah. They're listening. That, that's, that's true. They do already have your money. All of it. Focus Every on the family has access bit. to my checking account. <laughs> well, I guess. I don't think I've ever bought anything from Focus on the Family on my personal checking account. There you go. So, you're, there we you're go. safe. I'm good. Just wait till you subscribe to the Adventures in Honesty Club, though. Have you? No. 
I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how, and it's, like, very weird and lots of, like, red tape. Like, I'm just trying to give you my money to subscribe to your weird service. Yeah. Yeah, I should. I should invest in it. The thing is, like, for all of this editing and so much other stuff, I need the MP3 of it. Yeah. So even if I subscribe, I still have to purchase the episodes that we do. So it seems like a little redundant. True, true. Like, I, yeah, because I need to edit off the MP3 for fun clips and other things. <laughs> That's not a very advertisement-esque. <laughs> a wobble wedge. Fun clips and yeah. other things. Yeah, so we start off this episode with a Connie intro. Yes, yes, she sir. She does the, oh, what's the thing she says? Um, all Hi. kinds of other fun the stuff. Stu- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Connie. Connie, Connie, Connie Kendall, Kendall, I mean. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Just in case I was wondering, there was another Connie running around Odyssey. Right. And I was confused. Right. You know, all those all those Connies. Very common name. Yeah. It's like Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> or Dylan. Get out of here. My name's not that common. I mean, I know more Dylans than I... No, that's not true. I know a lot of Andrews. <laughs> yeah. I can name like two other Dylans and one is Bob. Fair enough. And that's not even his real name. Also true. Got him. <laughs> didn't you didn't weren't you here for that for that Robert Zimmerman deep cut in the <laughs> Wadfam Chalk Pod? Worth noting, part one of Under the Influence is where our podcast gets its title. It's the first reference. It is. I didn't ne- I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Okay, that's one Wadfam Chalk Sod and one Raspberry Ripple. Yay! Wadfam Chalk Sod. There you go, guys. Wadfam Chalk Sod. Wadfam Chalk Sod. Now you get it. It was... Wadfam Chalk Sod. <laughs> that's really good. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah, so now now, now we have... Uh... I feel like I should have brought streamers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fired off a yeah, bunch of champagne yeah, poppers. Yeah. Wadfam Shock Pod. Now you get it. It's an abbreviation pun. Yes. Oi. You know I'm what? so proud of it, though. I have gotten so many compliments about it, though. It's perfect. It's so absolutely perfect. Oh. Well, what else are we going to be called? Like, the Adventures in Odyssey Club? No, that's taken. <laughs> the Adventures in Odyssey podcast? Also, also taken. taken. <laughs> Some odd reference to Wit's End? Probably also taken. Yeah. I did not know how many Odyssey fan, like, fan podcasts there are. There are a lot. Considering it's, like, a very niche thing. But it's a very niche thing that is an audio format. True. So it seems like it's kind of a logical leap. Yeah, but... Yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised. Still very surprised. Like, yeah. there are less, like, you know, uh... <laughs> there's less podcasts based around, like, TV shows that are incredibly popular right. than there are about this oh, yeah. very extremely niche audio drama. <laughs> For sure. But this very extremely niche audio drama has been going for like 40 years. So you're not even that. wrong. We are we are entering into the 40 year like conversation. Yeah. When was it? 1982? Yeah, I think it's mid to early 80s. I don't know. We can't Google that sort of thing. No, no. <laughs> not right now. Um, the episode begins with um, Aubrey in the car with her dad going to the 
hardware store? Hardware the store. hardware store. And there's some pretty delightful banter, some father-daughter yeah. banter. It's very, very uh, pleasing. Yeah, uh, no, they, their relationship is super fun. And endearing. Very endearing. Um, we get they're their, uh, picking up a robo-vector. Okay. Which is a like a laser level. Okay, that makes sense. Robo vector. Yeah. A jiggerbug and air sander. Oh. That's a is, sander. Yeah, I mean, that's a sander. Is that an actual brand, brand of sanders? Yeah, jitterbug is an actual thing. Huh. So is Robo vector. And Bernie. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, sure. That's it. <laughs> Weird reference. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just said Sanders, and that's where my mind went. Word association, the game. <laughs> Continue. They also are picking up 13 plastic wobble wedges. Yep, which is a thing. Yeah. That doesn't even sound real. I know they're real, but it doesn't sound like that should be a thing. Yeah, it doesn't. They're like plastic shims that have grooves that you use to like level things out. Yeah, that you put underneath like tables and chairs and stuff. And beds, but, in my case. But it's a name brand, so, like, it's yeah, just a weird Yeah, name. we're name-dropping this furniture. Yeah, Krispy Kreme and Wobble Wedges, you know, household names. And Dairy Dairy, dairy, dairy Dream, Dream yeah. is not a name drop. Fair enough. It's no. almost a name drop. True. That would be like if they called these, like, I, I don't have another pun for Wobble Wedges. Um, shaky triangles <laughs> <laughs> yes they call these shaky triangles we could be like wobble wedges <laughs> i see right through your game odyssey <laughs> you're making a wobble wedges joke aren't you <laughs> i i love the specificity of them being like 13 plastic wobble wedges because what yeah so there's two things with that one, there's no way you can purchase them in quantities of 13. Yeah. Or even, like, 13's a prime number, so you can't even get, like, multiple packages and get to 13. Yeah. And then, what do they need to level out? That has an odd number of legs. <laughs> right! Right. Because, like, typically, you... Like, typically, the way things sit on floors and whatnot, you need to stick two shims on it yeah. to level it out yeah so if they do that for six pieces of furniture then the seventh one they need an extra but also like picking up 13 at once comes off as like um, something must have happened well, right as like ben just discovered what a wobble wedge was and was like wait that's it and then like walked around the house shook everything yeah. and was like all right we gotta buy it for all of these yeah we need we need this <laughs> oh poor poor ben he's 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 slow to the game yeah and yeah. then um so then we continue with um then pulling up to the hardware store and then aubrey freaks out and it's like oh my gosh that can't be that's erica and, or whatever and she runs across the street she thinks it's her coming out of the donut shop, and yep. her dad's like, what? And then she just gets out of her car <laughs> and runs towards a potential stranger right. across the street. Yelling across Erica. The street. Erica, Erica. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Under what circumstances is that, like, just a normal thing for anybody to do? Yeah. With no hesitation whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I guess she's in ninth grade, tenth grade. Ninth or tenth. 
there it's not a age range known for its uh, grounding in reason. We'll say that. Yeah. Um and then uh oh, so yeah, so she meets Erica. Erica's well, or Erica's a person from her old neighborhood back before like I don't know, rough backstory on Aubrey because I don't know that we've gotten into it. Her parents were like lived in a rich part of a town and then they came to the Timothy Center and got saved and then moved to Odyssey <laughs> yep. to work on the Timothy Center. They just kind of bailed. Yep. It was like, oh, time to go. Yep. And then they left and they got worse jobs and have less money. and Right. It's like, and it's a story arc that spans quite a couple albums. Um, but now they're kind of in the beginning of it. And um, I never really associated this, but like, it is not necessarily a given that Aubrey has a relationship with God. Correct. Like, that, that's yeah. never established in the show before this. No, it's very much her parents' mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And she's just along for the ride. Mm. Under their influence. So Aubrey runs up, talks to Erica. Erica is the is someone she knew from her old neighborhood in mm-hmm. her old life. Um, Erica is uh, coming out of a donut shop. As Which apparently Odyssey has. Odyssey has a donut shop. They also bring up that this is, she's only been there a week. She'd been yeah. meaning to hit up Aubrey, Aubrey since she moved there, but just hasn't had the time with unpacking and everything. Yeah. Um, and then they go back to her house, right? Yeah, they go back to her house, but only after she insults Aubrey's dad's truck. Yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> and it was like faux, like faux sense that she's like, yeah. oh, um, I'll just have my mom pick me up. And she's like, well, no, I'll drive you. And he's like, is that your truck? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, we live in a gated community. And I don't know if they'll like that. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> it's so mean. It's so brash. Just like, why? Yeah. I understand being uncomfortable with it or being like afraid of appearances, but also like, wow, that's just a, just a gut punch. Yep. But be like, it's not me. It's just the community. I'm sorry. It's just, that's just the people. It's not me. Just the people. I'm new here. Yeah. So no. So they go back to um, Erica's house and her yep. room. And in Chadwick gets, Hill. In Chadwick Hill, which is incredibly bougie, apparently. Yes. Um, and they got they got spider everything. Erica's yeah. got spiders everything. Everything um, spiders. Doesn't she have a spider tattoo? She does have a spider tattoo. Which I feel like that's really glossed over. Yeah. I feel like spider <laughs> tattoos are really weird. Like, how many people have you ever seen with a spider tattoo? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not too many. The only one I've ever seen is on one of those, like, tattoo shows, and somebody was trying to do a hyper-realistic spider. Oh. Ooh. And no, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. This can't be hyper-realistic. This has to be, like, cartoony. Like, Spider-Man-y. Right. Yeah, very Spider-Man, just, like spider silhouette yeah it's on her ankle too i think yeah but okay but yeah i yeah i don't feel good about it no it is it is a weird i don't know i kind of respect odyssey for not making it a big point yeah good for them they just kind of mention it in passing and then it's not something that's well it's just subliminally up. reminding everybody that she's a bad person right <laughs> Right, right. But they're not outright calling it out. When you think of bad people, you think of spiders and tattoos. Yeah, it's true. And most specifically, spider tattoos. Yes. (laughs) Very much so. And dyed hair. And dyed hair, for sure. And, um, was it Death Wish, the band that she's into? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, let's just hit all the tropes. Let's yeah. just yeah, check death, all the boxes. <laughs> death Wish the band, not the Bruce Willis movie or the movie that the Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis movie was, was remaking. <laughs> yeah. This is an entirely separate thing. It's a band. Yeah. <sighs> They're wishing for death. I guess. And it's probably, it sounds underground. So it's an underground death metal band in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that sounds like a Mountain Goats lyric. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> oh, man. So Erica kind of voices some concerns that um, she's just like, I'm so glad to see that you're normal. Yeah, because uh, everybody thought you ran away. Like, Yeah. The, she's like, the people in our old neighborhood were talking about how like the shepherds got religion and yeah. weirded out and went to live in the woods. Yeah, and she's like, well, that's what my parents believe, but that's not what, like, like I don't actually, yeah, I forget how she words it, but it's basically like, well, that's their thing. It's not necessarily my thing. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. oh, all right, dang, yeah, feelings. Yep. But, like, I get that. When you're not really sure of your beliefs, like... Right, well, because it came so much out of nowhere. Yeah. And also, she's only at this point really seen the negative side of things. Yeah. Because just having Christianity is just, for her, meant yeah. I have less now. Yeah. And even even if it means she's closer with her family, like, she's probably not in a point in life where she's going to appreciate that. Right. So. Um, and then they go to... They're like, well, let's go do something fun in town or something like yep. that. And then the they only go thing to the mall, I've right? gone to is the donut shop. Yes, of course. Right. Again, bringing up the donut shop. Can we explore this later and find out what, what what's the story behind this? Is there like some wits end alternative <laughs> donut shop? Yeah, there's a donut shop at the Novacom Kids Center. Call back. <laughs> oh. um, and so they go to the mall. Yep. And um, uh. Erica picks out a bunch of stuff, and then Aubrey picks out a bunch of stuff, but she can't get it because she doesn't have enough money. And then Erica's like, I'll buy it for you. I think of it as like a welcome to the neighborhood gift. And she's like, but you just moved here. And she's like, well, welcome me to the neighborhood <laughs> <Yep>. gift. Because <laughs> she just has unlimited money, apparently. Yeah, she does. She's got infinite um, monies. Yeah. She's got infinite money, and Aubrey's allowance has been cut in half. From... $200 to $100, apparently. <laughs> That's so dumb. It doesn't. so I, dumb. Yeah. It's the, the cut in half thing is weird. Because, like, what was it before that she could just buy clothes whenever she wanted? Compared I don't know. Well, do we know what her dad was doing before? I'm sure we do, but I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, presumably it's like some sort of big business sort of situation. Right. General, general business, man. Sure. We'll go with that. So, yeah, so then they go from there to Wits End. Before we do that, she dyes her hair. That's true. She gets her hair dyed. It's very patriotic. Yep. Which presumably red and blue and blonde? Right. I guess she's probably blonde to begin with. She sounds like a blonde. Erica sounds yeah. like a blonde. <laughs> she's, she's, I'm know, okay with Presumably it. blonde with or, red and blue highlights. It, yeah, or she's not naturally a blonde, but she dyed her hair blonde. Right. She could be like a dirty blonde and was like, I want to have fun. And then she dies in her blonde because I yeah. know people that have done that. So then we cut back to Wit's End um, where Erica and Aubrey are still together after yep. they go to the movies, which is not told, but we right. find out in this scene. 
Uh, Connie is incredibly overworked and is like losing her mind and talking to herself. And yep. And uh, we find out that who who has a nut allergy? Uh oh, um, Alex. Right? Alex has nuts. I think Alex is nuts. She also brings up I Wooten or not Wooten. Um, Rodney is potentially having a nut allergy when she's rambling. Yeah, I know this. Rodney's allergic to macadamia nuts. Is it Rodney or is it Nick? No, it's Rodney. Okay. Because for some reason in my head, I was thinking Nick's allergic to macadamias, but they both have that weird, like, they're just joke machines. Yeah. No, Rodney, because do you remember the episode Snow Day where they have the snowball fight and he's trying to get the cookies to his yes. house and he finally gets the cookie and he's like, nuts, I'm allergic to nuts. Yeah, you're right. Rodney's allergic to macadamias. Yeah. All right. So there we go. It is It is there. It is on record. Yeah. So then, uh, so she's losing her mind. Then she's like, I'm going to go nuts because I don't know who gets nuts. Yep. And uh, very funny. Yeah. Um, it's kind of set up too because as they're walking in, Erica's like, oh, nope, yeah. wanted sign. That's never a good sign. Service is probably going to be slow. Yeah. And then they well, walk in and, you know, Classic things blonde. are crazy. <laughs> 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 anywho um <laughs> they uh yeah so service is gonna be slow they slip down and then um do- doesn't erica like say like i'm ready to order or something like that and uh, then... erica's like trying to order yeah and connie's just so like, like i'll what? be within you in a minute yeah. or something like that because yep. she's clearly busy yeah and um and then erica's aubrey she's like well i told you and um I was like, I told you this would happen, and uh, what a jerk. And yeah. so then they get order, then they order, and Aubrey orders a thing that's like, like a ten words long. No, sorry, Erica, Erica orders, orders a thing that's like ten words long. It's like a ras, was it a raspberry ripple with something? It doesn't matter. Crumble it's, surprise. It's just supposed or to sound expensive. Yeah, it's like and this then, is like the one that costs like eight dollars, right? And comes in its own special mug that you then get to take home. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's a ten dollar thing, but you know yeah. you get a free mug, so it's right. like, well, it might be worth it. Yeah, a free ten dollar mug. Um, and then <laughs> Aubrey orders a kitty orange, which sounds cheap. Cheap. And. Erica's like, oh, you really got to figure out this money thing. Well, she's like, no, she's like, is that all you're getting? She's like, yeah, I spent all my money on the movies and popcorn. And also <laughs> I went shopping. And also my allowance is only $100. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <sighs> what world do you live in where your parents are just like, yeah, okay, you can just have your money. Just take all my money. Yeah. It's cool. No, I think, I think Erica has like, I don't know that this is candid, but I imagine she has like her parents' credit card. Well, for sure. But Aubrey... Did she have her parents' credit card too? What was her allowance used to be? I apparently quite a bit. S- sky's the limit. I guess. What else? Oh, um, well, it just ends with like, oh, she's like, maybe I have an idea. Yeah. And then we cut to Aubrey talking to her parents mm-hmm. about getting. Yeah. So she's like, and since I'll be going to college soon or something like that. So she's or like, I've been thinking about college, college. a lot recently. Yeah. She's like, since I'm in high school, I've been thinking about college and like, you know, I think I should get a job so I can start saving for college. And her dad's like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, and she's like, yeah, I can work at wit's end. I know you've been saying I should hang around Connie more, which is like classic manipulative child thing where it's like playing into the desires of your parents to get yeah. them to do what you want. Oh boy. Oh, I've yeah. never done that ever. It is... It's rough 
how manipulative she is in this scene. Yeah, it really is. Especially when compared to the last scene with her dad, where she's freaking awesome. Yeah, and they're like, they, you know, have like playful banter and yeah. enjoy each other's company and stuff. Yeah. And this is just like, screw you, dad, I want to work and so I can spend money on this dumb person yeah. that doesn't actually care about me. Yeah, and so she gets the job at Wit's End. Yep. Um, which is awesome because uh it solves that problem that i brought up episodes ago where i was like we have it feels like working. someone else should be hired i think it was in the wooten episode yeah where i was like can they not hire anyone and in the time since like tom's filled in yeah wooten's been there i think jack, jack and, and joanne, joanne have did. come yeah. back even though they're like not really like they're not part of the number of like the employees are wit eugene connie and nick and Wooten, kind of. <laughs> but, like, as Connie put earlier in the episode, Wit's gone to Connellsville, Nick's gone to school, Eugene's gone who knows where, and I've gone, gone insane. insane. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> poor, poor Connie. Yeah, poor Connie. I mean, that sounds like a joke, but, like, given the circumstance and, you know, the fact that Mitch is dead, she yeah. might actually be insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or at least emotionally unstable <laughs> yep i think that's a kind way of putting it yeah i know i feel like insane is a rough term <laughs> it's true <laughs> makes me think of stray jackets she's just having a rough time of things <laughs> um uh, and so she gets the job at wit's end yep it's her first day erica comes and visits her aubrey tells her apparently she's managed to like ruin everything she yeah. like exploded a milkshake yep a sh- shake milkshake milkshake uh, milkshake <laughs> coming soon to a store near you yes. and then what does she do she sends off the sprinkler system yep. and then she does something else doesn't she she burns something on the stove she burns off the sink stove. sprinkler system that's it though because I, no, no the the three beats are hey can you grab like she grabs napkins to mop up the thing and then or she grabs a towel to mop up the thing and that was on fire and then she grabs napkins, but they're wet. But both of those uh, are from the same inciting incident. Ah. It's like a, what is it? What are they called? Rude Goldberg machines? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's one of those. A, a Rube Goldberg. Uh, is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. So, I, my only thought during that scene was like, what does, what does what's that need a stove for? A hot and, fudge. That's the only thing I can Oh, think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Unless they do, like, paninis, too. Maybe? But, like, I don't I've, know. I feel like <laughs> you an imagine oven... imagine if Witcher starts like an wheeling oven, and dealing in the soup industry? <laughs> like, an oven they need. Yeah. Because we've established they bake cookies yeah. from the Popsicle Kid episode. Yes. However, the stovetop seems... I don't know. What was Aubrey doing on her first day on a stovetop? It doesn't matter. We're moving on. There were hand motions, but you didn't get to see this. That's why Andrew's quiet. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I have feelings. Um, so we don't have to move on, Andrew. Tell me your feelings. Discomfort. Oh, okay. Shaken. Shook. Shook. Sh- milk. Milk shaken. Milk. Milk shaken. <laughs> All right, and then and then uh, Eric is like. So did you ask them about public school? Yeah. And Aubrey's like, whoa, whoa, like. I don't want to overwhelm them. them. They're they middle-aged, middle-aged, which is really funny. They're like, ah. But also, like... That's she, a lot to try and well, change. Yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, I guess I, I don't want to overwhelm. And then she's like, 
I guess I'll try tonight. It's like, how many days have gone by? It can't be many. She just started. She right, just that was her job. first day on the job. Like, I'm thinking like a max of like three days. Right, right. Like, I can't yeah. imagine there was a long vetting process. Wits End obviously needs the help. Yeah. Connie knows Aubrey. Wit knows the parents. Like, it's yeah. got to be a pretty... Yeah, like a couple phone calls. Like, she probably got hired in a day. Right. Maybe another day for the work permit at school. And yeah, then and training, there. and then... Right, but this was her training day, I think. Was it? Uh, yeah, maybe she did have, like, an orientation beforehand. Regardless, yeah. it's a couple days, and it's the day she started. And she's like, yeah. well, tonight I'll, you know, see if they want to put me in public school. <laughs> Why not? That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. No, you know, social change at all or anything like that. Right. Um, and then we get... Doesn't it cut up to Wit and Connie, right? Um, and so there, there's a line where where Connie's like, at least now we know the sprinklers work. So yeah. Is this the first time the sprinklers have ever gone off at Wit's End? I feel like it can't be. Considering there all of the like technology. Bombs yeah, and bombs Wits and like and numerous <laughs> ransackings and things like that. <laughs> numerous ransackings. It could He's be. He's not anything. wrong. I mean, presumably, like, there was candles lit at some... I don't know. I set off smoke alarms all the time. They bake cookies there. They have to have burnt some cookies at some right? point and set off the sprinklers. <laughs> I know. Or maybe, like, they've had the alarm for a while, but they just recently put in the sprinklers. Mm, it could that, be. That, it. Maybe that's it. It was just, like, a weird thing to be like, it's a funny beat. But it yeah. doesn't actually make sense. Like, this place has been open for probably 20 years at this point. Uh, I think more than that, because it's not as if it's just opening when the series begins. It's true. We'll say a cool 25 <laughs> years of no sprinkler use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. Yeah, and so they, they talk about that, and, and Wit's like, are you sure she's going to be okay down there? And it's like, oh, Connie's like, oh, it'll just be a couple minutes. Like, I think it's really good for her. I think, you know... It's her first day, but she'll catch on. And it's really sweet of Connie. Like, Connie's, like, actually, like, for no reason, really taken to Aubrey. Well, yeah, but it's, it's a, I think Connie sees a lot of herself in Aubrey, though. Yeah. Because, like, Connie showed up in Odyssey. In Odyssey. In Odyssey. In Odyssey. <laughs> Odyssey. <laughs> Con <laughs> Connie showed up in Odyssey as a high schooler with, who had just basically been moved there yeah. against her will, had, like, didn't have a ton of friends. Do was... we know where she moved from? I'm sure we do, or we have an idea, but I don't know offhand. Yeah. But but she was, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of parallels between Connie and Aubrey. Yeah. And I think Connie is very aware of that. Hmm. Yeah, and um, I'm not surprised. And also, they... She does work at the Timothy Center, so they probably yeah, have true. had a They've lot of previous interaction yeah. there. So that would make sense. Um, and so they, yeah, so they get filled in. They kind of catch up. And then Wit um, talks about how he has to go to a meeting with Novacom. Yeah. And Connie's worth noting. Connie's like, why are you going there? Why are you doing this? And Wit's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a friend. Yeah. Very kind of Wit. And yes. then Wit drops a very nice truth bomb in that saying, like, when it comes to Aubrey, you know, just be her friend first. And then if she has um, questions about God, you'll have the trust there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to play the, the, the clip because it's so I good. I think it is Wit's 
the best advice he's ever given, at least in the ones we've listened to for this podcast. For sure. It is by like miles. Um, yeah, so. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> but in general, I think it's got to be pretty high up there. So here's the clip. I think the best thing you can do for Aubrey right now is to just be a good friend. And if she starts asking questions about God, you'll have the trust to give her the answers. I just so appreciate this clip of Wit being like, like, you're like, because it kind of starts out with Connie being like, yeah, like one of the things that's going to be great about having Aubrey here is like, I can, you know, try and have conversations with her and like, you know, get to talk to her about God. And, and it's kind of like, just like, take it slow. Yeah. Build up a relationship for her. Then when the time comes and she wants to reach out, you're there. Which is like such good advice. And really way more realistic than odyssey often portrays ministering yeah yeah it is it's so anti like a lot of like current evangelical culture too yeah where it's just like uh shove it down their throats get them to church let somebody else do it for you shove them like <laughs> that also like that maybe even more so yeah the the yeah just like you're just kind of the stepping stone for them to get there. But here it's like, hey, build a relationship. And then as that relationship builds and evolves, like, yeah, you will have opportunities to, you know, no. talk about your faith. But that's not well. And something like, you're like... not having this friendship for the sole reason of bringing this person to Christ. Yeah. You and it should be like friend. an outflow. Like yeah. if you're living a Christ centered life, then it will be an outflow. Like those questions will come. Yeah. And like, I mean, I can personally attest to that. Like if, you know, even just casually, like at work, if something like that comes up, like I remember um, maybe it was a couple months ago, somebody asked me about something like that. I said, like, I'm, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to believe, but like, you know, I love Jesus a lot and he's made my life better. And I think he can do the same for you. And like, it wasn't, a it, that's where the, like, that's where the ministering stopped and everything like that. And if they, like, I think they had some more questions or something like that, yeah. but like very casually, but like, it's, yeah, it's a lot less of like hitting them upside the head with the Bible and a lot more being like, this is me. This is what I believe in. Like, let kind of God do the talking for you yeah. and not, you know, force them to come to church or, right. you know, guilt them into doing something or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, or, it's... you know, put them in the imagination station with the hell program and scare the devil out of them. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is just such a good like relational take on, Hey, like this is how we're going to do things. And I like that Connie almost comes in like, guns a-blazing like i'm gonna like make this my mission and yeah. wit's the one to be like just like like calm down yeah because it's normally the other way around where wit's like all right let's just get them to church you yep. know <laughs> yeah why don't you start a bible study <laughs> yeah yeah and then we go from an all-time high on to, a, to an all-time low oh boy so he's got this meeting with Pop the new punk band new... all-time low <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> He's got this meeting with the new head of, or the new like director of Novacom. Yeah, Mr. Colburn, Kevin yeah. Colburn, Kevin Colburn taking over for Arthur Dent. Yes, and Bennett Charles in yes. the interim. Yes. Um, in what is the only Novacom scene in this? In this yeah, in and this it's two only, episode arc. Yeah, 
at the beginning after freaking counter moves plan b like right hey yeah yep. um and so they're they're talking and um and honestly mr colburn's like pretty kind about everything yeah in the novacom situation like so basically the conversation goes like wit recognizes his name and asks if he's erica's father which how does he know erica how does wit <laughs> yeah. know erica at all like yep. literally what wit is god point being yes um then he chastises yeah then, then colburn's like uh, how do you know erica and she's like oh she's friends with Aub- aubrey what and he doesn't know who aubrey is and then wit's like oh bad parent you should know all of your children's friends well no he's like uh, yeah because mr colburn's like i don't know it's hard to keep up with kids and he's like no i don't know like, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> just like i'm sorry you're bad <laughs> yeah it's it's true if you were better you'd be better um and so then uh then it moves on into mr colbert actually being like responding well being like i know that you're a prominent figure in the community you have a lot of influence and also you have had problems with our programming and um and then wits like and he's like well you know you believe what you believe and i believe what i believe and, like, you shouldn't force your beliefs on me, and I shouldn't force my beliefs on you. And that's when Wit just freaking whips out his gut and is just like, no, you're forcing your beliefs on thousands of people, many of whom are children. But you're forcing your beliefs on hundreds, if not thousands, of viewers. And many of those viewers are impressionable kids. Impressionable <gasps> kids. That's, that's not how media works. No, no, no. If he did... No. <laughs> if this was how media worked, then you know focus on yeah, the, the family. family yeah. Be forcing their beliefs on For everyone. Sure. Like, on absolutely everybody. <laughs> it's it's so uh, oh. It's ridic- it's absolutely ridiculous. And then he's That's, like, I won't tell you how to make ice cream, and you don't tell me how to make TV programming. But if you want, here's, here's a t- free commercial. Sh- yeah, slot. 10 free commercial spots, which is, like, pretty good advertising. Yeah, yeah as if Wits End needs advertising, though. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, maybe for out-of-towners, I suppose. Um, yeah. They, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's genuinely unnerving. It's so upsetting, because I'm like, Wit, you were so good! And now you're and doing now this so bad! Why? That's not how TV works. You're forcing your belief. Also, presumably, is um the Novacom stuff like the Novacom Kids Center that they're coming into town and everything like that? Like, is the presumption that everything is free that they're offering? Uh I don't know that the Novacom Kids Center is free, yeah. and I don't know if the tv channel is part of like a cable subscription or if it's yeah that's what i'm saying if it's no no no, wait wait it is isn't it definitely it's like a testing thing well no but it's definitely got to be over no wait is the radio is novacom radio over the air what's what's on tom's property is that a radio tower or a tv tower i think it's a tv tower okay so so it's so it's an over over the air broadcast so it's not cable yeah all right so so from here we go to um it's ben and uh oh um, yes Ellen, talking about the shepherds yes uh upstairs getting ready for bed ben's brushing, brushing his, his teeth. teeth it's such good audio <laughs> it's really really good foley work yeah um and so they're they're discussing putting 
Aubrey into school. Mm-hmm. Classes have already started. Mm-hmm. Through it all, Ben is just the best. best. He's like, so good. He's such a good dad. He's so, yeah, he's so dedicated to his daughter and to making, like, this all work. And he's throwing out all these positives. He's like, you know, Aubrey could be a really good influence on Erica. And she's probably already ahead of her schooling because of your homeschooling. And points casually there. Yeah, there's just so much. Good dad. So much there that's really good. Um, This is also the point at which I'm like, where's Bethany in all this? She's gone. I don't know. She's gone. <laughs> she's she's been hiding. She ran away. We don't know. Yeah, she's with Eugene. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, awesome parents, uh, and Ellen and Ben. Con- where is your, your child? child that we don't hear about at all? <laughs> Even um, though she's absolutely adorable and should be mentioned as much as possible. That's true. She is pretty adorable. Um. And yeah, and then her, her mom's like super suspicious and is like, mm, maybe this isn't like, I don't really know how I feel about this. Like, this yeah. is probably not going to work. And but, but Ben really wins her over. Yeah, he, he genuinely does. And she's like, well, if you think it's a good idea. And Ben's like, yeah, I do. And um, notice how I'm calling him Ben and not Mrs. Mrs. Shepard this time. There you go. You've Look got at me. that. You've got me. Uh, and maybe, so- maybe we should switch places. I'll start calling him Mr. and Mrs. Shepard. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Shepard. So, so yeah, our next scene um, is Connie and Erica talking in the kids', kids radio, radio booth. Studio. Yeah, right after the right after an episode of Candid, uh, Candid Conversations with Connie ends. Yep, um, the world's best show. Yes, well, second best next to the Wad Fam Shock Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Some fan service. Yep. All right. <laughs> I can't get the Wad Fam Shock Squad out of my head. No, no, I I ruined it. Now we're going to be stuck in this forever. I'm so sorry, listeners. Andrew's not going to let go. I I will. I'll force myself to. But it's so good. And the fact that it was an accident makes it even better. Uh, That was a good collective sigh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so Connie first kind of starts off the conversation by just kind of like laying into erica yeah asking aubrey what her history with erica is and then you know how how she doesn't trust her and yeah. like maybe it's because of her hair or something and it's right like, what or, or her attitude which yeah. like yeah okay fair on the attitude part yeah. she is she's the worst <laughs> want to hit yeah. her a little bit yeah a little um bit. Uh, and then uh uh aubrey gestures to a picture of mitch yeah and it's like, where's this at? Yeah. I was like, so that's, she says, like, that's a nice picture of you and Mitch. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I love it. And she's like, it's really pretty. Where's that at? And she says, it's a spot uh, over, it's like a spot at Trickle Lake. That yeah, overlooks it's the one Odyssey. that overlooks Trickle Lake, which was their first date. Yes. Um, which is good, you know, continuity and stuff. Yeah. And also, did we talk about the fact that it's called Trickle Lake? Not really, but it is called Trickle Lake. What an odd, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> The thing I was stuck on there is, it's 2002? Yeah. Did they take a selfie? They didn't. But it's a picture of the two of them at Trickle Lake. Yeah. Um, so, maybe... Neither just... of them have cell phones that we know yeah, of. It seems like maybe Mitch would be the kind of guy who would be like, I'll set a timer. Yeah. Or he gets a little, like, one of those, like, 
cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what's the word for the like the disposable cameras. Gets one of those, I don't know, the clicky things. What are they called? Legs. <laughs> yeah, you get some... I'll save that for Princess Quarter. <laughs> um and so they uh Yeah. They must have had like a disposable camera or something. Or maybe there was somebody else hiking up there. Yeah. Some poor hiker. Yeah, or they said they, you know, had a proper camera and just set a timer and took it. Uh, it nah. doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't That's matter. That's not the part of this scene that I care about. Yeah. So let's I mean you could take a selfie with a Polaroid camera, I suppose. Yeah, but but, but like that wasn't a thing at the time. It's true. I okay. remember when selfies became a thing. I do too. Yeah. I just remember seeing the word selfie Mm -hmm. on Facebook for a summer and being confused as to what it meant. Yeah. And then school starting up and me realizing what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was weird. We're just talking about selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Tune in next week for us to to review... uh, uh, I don't know. um, Hashtags. The history of the hashtag. History of the hashtag. (laughs) All right. Um... (laughs) They they get to talking about Mitch and Aubrey's just like uh, yeah like sorry about all that um yeah how do you how do you deal with it yeah um, and she's like I don't really know exactly how I deal yeah. with it but you know and I'm I'm st- and she's like how are you not angry at God and she's like I I am kind of angry at God yeah. sometimes but I I choose to think that like or I can't help but thinking that you know it's all part of some bigger plan that I just don't know about yet which yeah. is like very sweet and real and like yeah good for good for connie and like that's that's some good influence on uh on somebody that's like trying to figure out her faith um yeah it is it is such a great sentiment to because there's so much of that once again in like christian culture of being like i've got everything together and it's all great and like even though bad things happen i know that it's all gonna work out and connie's being like no, like, there are days where I am, like, mad at God, and I don't, I'm not okay with this. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I still trust him. Yeah. And that's a very real thing that, like, I was actually just reading James last night, and they were talking, we were talking about it. Um, It's like, this is a real thing, where it's like, we kind of do tend to slip into this understanding that if we read our Bible, we pray every day, we do all these things that we won't feel this way that there's no amount of sadness that like or there's no amount of events events that can happen around us that will actually get us down right where that's like not a part of it at all really at all yeah like yeah oh jesus pretty cool guy (laughs) i'm a fan um yeah um so it's like a really sweet sweet moment between um erica not erica aubrey and connie yeah um and aubrey's dismissive yeah and what's kind of a bummer is connie like opens up and, and aubrey's just kind of like well i'm glad that works for you I, I gotta get back to work yeah i'm gonna go check on nick yeah like oh my gosh which whatever it, no like it, it it's it needed to be there and i think it is in character for her at this yeah. moment it's just kind of a bummer well and if you're in denial of something like you're gonna be kind of a jerk about it like yeah so i i I get that yeah um and so then 
And then they're at school, right? Yeah. Now, now we go to, to the very yucky sauce, right? The, the very yucky sauce. They're uh, they're at school lunch. I think like, that's teriyaki. It's such a good joke. It's so it's like that's a definition of a groder for me. Like, <laughs> I love it and I hate it. <laughs> Very yucky. Yeah. And then and then Aubrey's talking about she's like, I, I just wish or no, sorry, Erica's just like, I, yeah. I wish I wish next Friday would get here already. Yeah. Um, because you know, I want to go to Craig's party. You are coming We're to Craig's party, party, right? Yeah. I like <sighs> And then she says something like, you've already settled into your little routine. And I'm like, it's school. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) The point is that there's routine. Yeah. Routine's good. Don't knock routine. I like routine. (laughs) Freaking Erica, you meanie. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. And so she's like, well, it's during school. And he's like, no, it's, it's a pep rally. Like, it's not really even school. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um. And then she's like, "Well, no. I mean, like, how are we even gonna get out for it?" And she says, "Oh, I have a friend in the principal's office who's really good at writing excuse slips. I've skipped like three days so far, and I haven't gotten caught. Which that's like one day a week, presumably at this yeah, point. Yeah, because she says at the beginning, like, I've been here a week. Yes. Then Aubrey gets a job. We we give that about three days. Yeah." Then she starts going to public school. Yes. And now we are two weeks into public school. Yes. She so, skipped three days. So Erica has going skipped three days in three weeks. Which is five days. So what? It's 50, she, she skipped one-fifth of the days. Oh, right, saying. right. The week is five days. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I wonder what Erica's grades are like. <laughs> I don't know, but her parents clearly don't love her because they don't know the name of her friend. I guess they're they must be the worst. Kevin, yeah. freaking Kevin. That's true. Ben sounds much nicer than Kevin. Yes, Ben Ben is way better than Kevin, but but Ben's also better than most well, of the people. Yeah, I would say uh, he's in he's in the ninety eighth percentile <laughs> behind God, and by that I mean wit. Um. <laughs> so so then we uh then. Erica's like, actually, like, speaking yeah. of cutting school, like, let's go right now to the mall. Yeah, and so they go to the mall, and then they're cutting back through the park, and they ask well, no, like, a water fountain, right? I thought they were, I think they were at the water fountain in the mall. I was under the impression they were still at the mall. Have they left the mall? My, no, because isn't there, like, nature sounds and stuff? Or maybe that was the water from, like, a fountain. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe they are cutting through the park. I was thinking Connie ran into them in the mall. Is she? What did she say? There's like, where's the water fountain? Oh, there's one right next to the. Is it fountain? Is that what? Is that what it says? Right next to the. I don't. I thought it was like right next to the bathrooms or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are still in the mall. That would make a lot more sense. Anyway, maybe they run the into park, Connie. Maybe in the mall. Don't fact check us. Yeah, please don't. We aren't. We don't. We don't have a good history with being fact checked. No, we do not. <laughs> Ice fishing. Um, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Listen to an episode that's never airing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have. Um, um, so. So uh, Connie yeah. sees them. She flat like Aubrey. Oh, so Aubrey sees Connie before Connie sees Aubrey, and she's like, "Oh shoot! Like, there's Connie. Like, like I hope she doesn't notice us or whatever." And then Connie's like, "Hey, Aubrey!" And then she like runs over and they start talking. Yep. And um, and 
she's like, wait, you guys aren't skipping school, right? And, and then uh, Eric is like, oh, you've never heard of a teacher in service day? No, it's like, no, she says, well, because they both say yes and no. Yes. And so, and then Erica says, I think it's called teachers in service or something. Yeah. So I think that's what she says. And, um, and then Eric, or, and then Aubrey just spills and she's like, right. yeah, we skipped that. Sorry. Like, I will do it again. Please don't tell on us. <laughs> yeah. Which at this point, do you know anybody who has ever cut class? Um, Yes. Okay. Middle schoolers that I like, know. Like, during the day? Or, like, they just didn't show up to school for a day? No, during the day. Oh. Like, I've, I know of students that have, like, left, left early and stuff. Oh. Okay. All right. Because I was I was thinking, like... <laughs> Who I does really does that? I was like, I don't know that I've ever known anybody to, like, cut class. Well, and, like, people that's do that in college all the time. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will get up and just leave sometimes in class. <laughs> And I'm done. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So apparently people do skip school. Yeah. So then they like, there's like, it's no big deal. And then um, Connie says, we'll talk about it later. Like, we'll talk yeah. about it tomorrow. Um, so then they're in at work. Yeah. And Connie's like, yeah. You know, Aubrey, Aubrey begs her just yeah, to basically it's like please don't tell her please like, don't tell her haven't you ever made a mistake that yeah, you regret yeah. like all this stuff up. like yeah how you know how can you do this like don't don't give up to me like I just need a second chance I made a mistake yep which is like oh, Aubrey you Once jerk again, like, like super so manipulative just like really especially to Connie who's like trying to be a yeah. good friend and build this relationship and all that like yeah. that's such a tough spot yeah well um, and it's like and also like not even necessarily just that but somebody that is so clearly just trying to use you like try to get something out of you whether it's like yeah. saying something or not saying something like that they just keep talking like well, haven't you done this like blah, 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 yeah. like to make you feel like if you do this, you are actually just a bad person. Yep. Um, so so Connie then agrees to not do yeah. it. Um, and then she says, I won't do it. Yep. And then we go out, back, back out to, to Wit's End. Yeah. Aubrey's at the counter. Um, she brings out... One Wadfam Chalksaw and one Raspberry Ripple. And then uh, Erica shows up. Yep, and then Erica shows up and, and they're talking like, so she's not going to tell your parents, right? And... Um, and then I was like, no, no, she's good. And then, but I'm just, I'm never gonna do that again. Yeah, I'm never gonna do that again. And then doesn't uh, Erica say something like, "Aren't you? You're still gonna go to Craig's party, right?" right. And she's like, "Well, I guess, guess I, I didn't, didn't promise. promise." And then, episode's over. No, well, Erica says, "You're finally, finally learning. Yeah. Like you're finally learning. You're finally getting the hang of it." Or yeah, it's, it's manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's icky. It is icky. I don't like it. Why you gotta do... Aubrey was so nice at the beginning of the episode, and now, now she's this, and she's hurting people. Yeah, it is It is such a, like, such a turn to go from the beginning of the episode, which is so end. beautifully established of her being just, like, jokey, peppy with her dad. Like, it's super fun. They've got this adorable yeah. banter. And then, like, the end where she's like, well, I didn't promise yeah like, uh, i i i don't I have feelings like I, I don't know that all of the change was necessary in this episode or like it feels like especially in this episode a lot happens in a very short period of time like true. getting a job 
It's like getting okay from your parents to get a job, then getting a job. Okay, I get that. Getting an okay from your parents after that, and then going into public school, and then acclimating immediately, and then acting out. Like, it's weird that Erica has come in and immediately had so much influence over Aubrey. Like, I get that they were previously friends and stuff, and that she's in a susceptible place. Yeah. But there's a lot that she just completely goes along with that negatively affects her. Like, well, obviously, if you're working, yeah, you're going to have more money to do things, but also, like, you're going to have less time to do the things that you like. Right. So it's like, ah. Yeah. The thing that's hard with the, with the, yeah, with the, with so many of these things is it's not that they're bad things. It's just she's doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's not wrong to go to public school, and it's not wrong to have a job. You just... yeah. And it probably would benefit her to work at Witsend. Like, that yeah. se- seemed like such a great solution to yeah, so many and issues. Like, you know, well, I'm not going to encourage skipping class, but, like, mistakes do happen, and it's okay to try and ask for a second chance. But if the second yeah. chance is only to get you off the hook, right. you know what I mean? Like, Right. Yeah, and throughout the throughout the whole thing, like, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It the huh. it, there's so much of Erica is like a puppet master. Yeah. Like she's constantly coming up with things that Aubrey should do and Aubrey's just doing them. Yeah. And that's hard. Very unnerving. It's actually interesting. So one of the discussion questions on the AI wiki is uh why did Aubrey like Erica so much? And that's an interesting thing cuz we don't really I mean presumably it's like she perceives perceives erica as somebody that has something that she wants obviously yeah well i think i think erica represents so much of this like how she used to live yeah and she wants to go back to that yeah well especially because she's not really sold completely on this new way of living right right it's like really at all honestly yeah Yeah, because i think I think there's a slightly different reality where someone shows up from her old na- neighborhood who's like a decent human being. Yeah. And she's like just as susceptible there, but like things don't go as poorly. Yeah. Where she like leans into that friendship just as much, but like the person's actually a decent human being instead of Erica. Yeah. But yeah. and but so yeah. she's, you know, things do change, but not necessarily quite to that capacity yeah um but i mean thank goodness she hasn't gotten any tattoos yet because that's when you really know you've lost her right yeah plus you you can't you can't undo it no never never stuck with that horrible decision the rest of your life forever absolutely (laughs) tattoo removal isn't even a thing (laughs) do you have any closing thoughts i think i'm the worst friend um so there's that thought uh my, my closing thoughts are just like those two moments with Wit and Connie are so good. Yes. And I just am so happy that after all these discussions that we've had over the past however many episodes we've put out, like, that we finally got to have these ones. Yeah, a little bit more relaxed between the two of them. Like, yeah. a little bit more of the kind of dealing with people as people and less of, yeah. like, resources yeah. and such. 
Yeah, and it was nice to have it was nice to have an episode two that like as much as we joked about like oh starting off like the Novacom album without Novacom is rough. It's like, a break though. It's a good break, and there is part like as much as I love Novacom, there's part of me that misses some of the more character driven mm-hmm. standalone episodes. Oh yeah, well, and it expands expands the universe. Yeah, and obviously, well, I mean, as one who's listened to it before, like. Erica doesn't go anywhere for the rest of the album. Like, she sticks around. Yeah. She's a recurring character. Um, and so it is, yeah, expands the universe while moving the plot forward in some small ways. Yeah. And, like, introduces good characters while developing existing ones. I don't know. It's yeah, it's very good in how it functions the overall plot. Yeah, yeah. It's an episode that I thoroughly enjoyed. I think it created good discussion between mm. us, if yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Um, I'm still really pissed off at Wit. Yeah, um, for I don't that think I one won't moment. Be. Yeah, but but yeah, it's it's not and that moment. It's weird because it's also like I think Wit needed to have that moment to champion to himself why Nova comes wrong and like why yeah. he should be the one doing things. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's just as optional to go to a Christian ice cream shop as it is to turn on a satanic channel because apparently they have those. <laughs> Violence, satanic. I mean, it can't even be that violent. This is a, like, yeah. it's a broadcast network. Yeah. This is not, this is not like HBO. Yeah. This is, I mean, like, I mean, I guess there's shows that like, like Criminal Minds or stuff on network TV that push, push things a little bit. But, but there's also rating and stuff. Like, yeah. there's definitely some legal requirements where it's there's like... There's legal requirements. There's also ways to get your kids to not watch the TV. It's in no way being forced down anyone's throats. Yeah. Stop that, Wit. Stop it. But, but yeah. Uh, aside, that rant one. aside, yeah. I like this episode. Yeah, I absolutely do. I really like this one. Um, it's... I remember this episode distinctly, like, within the Novacom saga, yeah. just because of kind of how down-to-earth it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think most of what I remember about this episode is actually in the next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I'm thinking back, but... All but, right. yeah. We, oh, speaking of the next episode, uh, we'll be back discussing that in a week. Yes, sir. Six days. All right. Six days? Well, I mean... T- Seven days. A week is seven days, Andrew. <laughs> For some reason, my thought is like, <laughs> if they're listening to it on a Tuesday or they're listening to it on a day, if it comes out late on a Tuesday, you're listening. I was wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be back in seven days. And I really hope I can get my brain together by then. <laughs> All right. Bye. Goodbye. Wad Fam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Libbits Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. Episode 17, Under Influence Part 1, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fan Chalk Pod.